In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you thanks and praise for this day of the resurrection. We ask you to send your Holy Spirit upon us. Help us, Lord, to be daily converted to your will in our lives. Amen. So the Powerball is, I checked this morning because I was curious how big it was. Powerball is just under $2 billion. So all you store guys out there have probably been busy the past few days. I've got to continue to be busy until Tuesday? When's it drawing? Monday. Monday. I don't know. I don't, I don't play lottery. So um, I asked the kids yesterday. I was like, guess how many tickets I bought? They're like, a million, 10,000. I, like, I bought zero tickets to the Powerball. They're like, why? <laughs> And it's so fun. I love when the Powerball or the Mega Millions gets like really, really big because, because it becomes the talk of the town. Everyone's talking about it. Let's say $2 billion. Okay, Father, but you can take the cash buyout. It's only going to be half, okay? $1 billion. Yeah, but you can be taxed on that. $500 million. That is an exorbitant amount of money. Uh, so the main reason, really honestly, the main reason I have not and honestly refused to purchase the ticket for such a big amount of money is... I love my simple life. I chose this life. I love being a priest. I love living a simple life. I love going to Jimmy John's, right? I don't have to like go to like a really, really expensive restaurant every single day. You can like go hiking instead of this extravagant vacations. I prefer that. I choose that. That's number one. Number two, which is a close second, if, if me, Father Pierre, won the Powerball, okay, and everyone knew that I had $500 million in my bank account, right, I would do you a disservice. Because what would happen very quickly in the church, especially our people, is they would think that, oh, I don't have to give any money to the church anymore because Father Powerball is going to give all of his money to the church, okay? So it would do a, like a massive disturbance and to, across the world, right? Because it would be like, oh, a priest won the Powerball. If I gave all that money away to all the Catholics in the world, there's over a billion Catholics, everyone would get under 50 cents, okay? So it's not, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's big, whatever. Because in reality... What needs to happen, what needs to be embraced for all of us is the responsibility, let's pray for our first responders, the responsibility of the finances of the church, as an example, is everyone's responsibility. Everyone's responsibility. It's not Father Powerball, it's not someone else, it's not the rich people, it's, not this. it's, it's everyone's responsibility to take care of the needs of the church. And not even just with money, it's everything. Because right? there's two extremes that can very easily happen in our lives, in our families, in our communities, especially in the church. You can either think it's someone else's responsibility to do this thing. Or the pressure and the stress of, I'm the only one that can perform this task. And if I don't do it, everything is going to fail. Let's break this down a little bit. Think of a healthy home. Right? Who here, who, any kids here? Who here has chores at home? You don't have chores? My God, parents. I'm not saying you failed your children. But... <laughs> right. So the first community kids yesterday, they're like, oh, I have chores. Like, who likes their chores? And all the hands went down, right? Who likes vacuuming? Like, three hands went up. I like vacuuming. I'm like, liars. Who likes vacuuming? Who's like, oh, I want to re- relax today and vacuum? Who thinks that to themselves? Maybe there's someone out there who loves cleaning. Not me, right? It's a pure chore. But if you train your children to think that it's someone else's responsibility to clean, someone else's responsibility to take care of this, take care of that, or if you as a parent think it's all your responsibility, it creates an unhealthy home. Because the balance of it needs to be that it's all of our responsibility to take care of everything. In the book of Hebrews today, we read about Moses. And Moses is like one of the greatest, if not the most important figure in the Old Testament. 
And he built the tent for the Lord, and he was doing this, doing all these things. His name remained, because he was the leader, he was the task giver. But he didn't build the tent alone. He had a whole team. He had a whole group. He had a whole clan of Hebrews who were there to build their tent with them. So that tent maker, who mattered at that point in time, it was his responsibility, and he knew that it was all of their responsibility to help build the tent for the glory of God. He died, he's forgotten, but the tent remained. The place of God remained. And that's for all of us to embrace that for our own selves. Think of the Chaldean Catholic Church here in Michigan. We've been in this country for about, I don't know, 100 years or so. And then we've built it. And then, oh, this person's given this and this and that. Think of all the priests and the nuns and the volunteers and the catechists and the choir and the people who have done so much work. The finances that have been given to the church over a century. And the people who have died, who have been forgotten who in the 60s were the power of the church. And they were, and they were important. They were really, really important at that point in time. But what remains? The mission of Jesus. What remains? The mission of the church. That's what remains. So at this point in time, I'm the priest of this parish. My responsibilities are to give you the sacraments and administer this place. Your responsibilities are what? We all have our places in the, in the church to do something for the glory of the church. Like, for example, if I'm, if I'm a priest, my responsibility is to dispense the sacraments, especially of confession, of, of the Eucharist, all these things that are very, very important. My responsibility is not, I promise you, I'm doing you a favor, it's not to join the choir. Okay? You don't want me in the choir. You don't want Father Rodney in the choir. Okay? but I do have a responsibility to give the sacraments. But it's not my only responsibility to show people God's mercy. It's all of our responsibility to convert hearts into the love of God. But the opposite is, is bad as well. Think of the Pharisees in the gospel. Their responsibility, right? Everybody, everyone does their part, it's good. Their role in the church or in the people of God at the time was to make sure that the law was upheld and to interpret the law. But what do they do? They became focused on the law, not mercy, not God's love, not God's grace, not salvation, not peace and the harmony that God has come to give all of humanity. The law, for the sake of the law. And, only, and they came the opposite extreme. Only thing that matters is me. I have, I have to be the keeper of the law. If I don't, nobody else will. And then the whole church or the whole people of God will crumble. So they became so strict that they refused to let Jesus do his ministry. They wanted to kill him. They wanted to accuse him. They were bad at how they executed their responsibility and that they didn't own it properly for, for, their, their, for the law to keep the Hebrews going, keep the people of God together. They misinterpreted it and it was too harsh. So where's the balance? We all have to find that balance. I really pray for your own selves here. Uh, think specifically, this is an important example. Think specifically of the election on Tuesday. We as a community are not good at voting. Okay? And it, it should be like a shame on us. Think of like Sterling Heights or West Bloomfield, Michigan, places that are like densely Chaldean. Do we have any representation? Like shame on us. Right? We, can't, we can't think that it was someone else's job to vote. I'm not going to vote. It's all klawata, buna. Someone's going to win. They already have it figured out. My vote doesn't matter. People have died for your responsibility, responsibility to vote. Or the opposite extreme. This is important for maybe the churchgoers in this place. 
We think if I don't do this, if I don't post this, if I don't send this message, if I don't do this, if I don't do that, if, I don't, if I'm not super involved in the political system, I'm not yelling and screaming, it won't happen. It's all my responsibility. So what does the devil do? He comes in and he steals your peace. He steals the love of God and replaces it with the love of politics. Politics is not the be-all, end-all of the world. Go and vote. You have a responsibility to vote, but you're not God. You can't think it's only your responsibility and it's all your power. If you don't do it, the world will crumble. We have to have this balance of life. So really pray with that. Whether it comes to your own home, your own life, doing chores, right? Taking care of your schools and you're in school and your classmates and all these things. When it comes to the community, when it comes to the church, when it comes to whatever it is, the faith, the mission of the church, to teach the faith, to pray the faith, right? I was asking the kids yesterday, whose responsibility is it for them to, to pray in the church? They're like, it's your responsibility to pray, Abuna. I'm like, what do you mean? All of us should have the responsibility in our own heart of hearts to say, I'm called to pray, I'm called to evangelize, I'm called to teach, I'm called to vote, I'm called to financially give, I'm called to give God's mercy, be patient, to forgive, take the list of Christianity's responsibility. It's all of ours. So where today, in this Mass, I want you to pray. Where is God converting your heart? Where is God convicting your heart? Whether it's your family, whether it's your business, whether it's your school, whatever it is. Where is God asking you to be more? We're always going to ask you to take more responsibility and say, it's not someone else's tasks. It's mine. Amen.